Hello guys, welcome back to Call Your Other Podcast, episode number nine. My name is John. And I'm Kelly. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back to week number nine. We are back. We're here for another episode. Happy Wednesday. We hope you're having a great day, or whatever day you're listening to this on. Thank you for listening. Let's today, stop. Yeah, today, yeah. well, before we get into our weekly recap, this, okay. today's episode's all about how to prep for a vacation. Time to get ready for vacation. We're going on vacation later this week, so... We are going to bring you guys along with us this time and give you a full story time next Wednesday, so stay tuned. We're super excited, but we also have some tips for first-time couples going on yes. their first vacation yes. together. But let's talk about what we did last week. Okay. This week. This whatever week, you want to yeah. call it. It's a Wednesday. Yes, it is a It is Wednesday, <laughs> my dudes. Um, so we're back on our lifting BS. We're finally lifting again, but we also totally killed our body in the first week of doing it. So we have this really bad like habit. I would I would call it... Yeah, I call it a habit. A yeah. bad, very bad habit. It's a bad habit. So it's a good habit because we go to the gym. Yes. But we kind of like fall in this routine where we do like a month or so of cardio only. Yes. Which is great. It's great for losing weight. Yes. But it's also great to get rid of the gym jitters. We're going to the gym daily, all of that kind of stuff. Then we're like, I think we're ready to lift again. And then we go way too hard. We do our full routine. That we used to do when we were... At our peak. At our peak. And lifting what we used to lift when we were at our peak. And then we do it Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then by Friday, we feel like crap. Dog doo-doo. Like our entire body hurts. Our And we did this almost this exact thing. I think we skipped Thursday and lifted on Friday. I think we did it two weeks in a row. Yes. And we were so physically exhausted. So it's kind of a lesson. Even if you think you can do it, go slow. Because mm-hmm. you can always work your way into it. You're not going to die tomorrow. You've got a lot of time to lift, so go slow and don't yep. kill your body. And the weirdest part, though, is I, I don't know if you feel this way. We haven't really talked about it. Do you feel, like, sore when you're doing it or, like, you're pushing yourself too hard while you're at the gym lifting? Like, while I'm in the middle of a set yeah. I feel sore? Um, no. I so get I get I get a lot of the... I get a lot of the... Well, we also crack ourselves out on 300 milligrams of caffeine and beta-alanine. Which doesn't help at all because we don't feel anything while we're lifting. And then we walk down the steps at our gym and we're like, oh, we've screwed up. Yeah. Badly. So. Because the caffeine's worn off. Because the caffeine's worn off and the betaline's worn off and our muscles are finally like, why did you do this to me? Well, that's a good point to raise I wanted to share. I am limiting my caffeine intake. You are limiting your caffeine intake because... And it's, I need to do it too, but I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it yet. I think it's got to the point, and I don't know if it's just because of like the vacation prep, and I hope someone else can relate to this, so it's just not me. Um, but I feel like before vacations or any trip, no matter how long or short it is, I get extremely stressed out before. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's just the traveling or trying to get everything done before traveling. It's a combination of everything. But I've been pulling a lot of staying up really late, waking up early to get everything done, and then kind of jam-packing my day that that causes a lot of stress. And then it also causes me to drink a lot of caffeine because I need more energy. So I'm limiting my caffeine intake this week. Yes. And that's, again, I need to do that too because I'm doing the exact same thing. I'm just over caffeinating myself but i've got myself down to two energy drinks today i used to do two energy drinks plus a diet coke or a couple of diet cokes and a caffeine pill in the morning with my multivitamins so yeah, I'm, i think i'm, I'm happy starting to hit like 400 to 500 what is it called milligrams milligrams of caffeine a day and my body just cannot handle that i get like freaky although like, I'm gonna, I'm i get gonna, like shaky yeah. although i'm gonna ouch you right now you're drinking a mimosa I while we're filming this not a real mimosa i wish i was drinking a real mimosa on a wednesday afternoon 
Um, goodness, that's a good idea. We should do a mimosa episode. Oh, we should we should do like you know how like a like, drink you know, with us. You know those whole the the um, the restaurants that do like the big pictures of mimosas. Mm. We should just do an entire bottle of champagne, an entire gallon of orange juice, and just consume one of those Please. throughout an entire episode of the podcast. Imagine and that on do camera. like call you later after dark. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. We'll have to write that down. Yeah, we got it. We got it. But do that. yes, I am drinking caffeine right now. I was okay. So. Let me break down my caffeine intake. So beforehand, I was drinking one to three Diet Cokes in the morning. Yes, because cans. Start my day. Yeah, cans. Then I would drink a mimosa in the afternoon as my pick-me-up before I start filming and stuff. But then, like we mentioned, going to the gym, once we got rid of the cardio and started lifting, yeah. I would drink a whole other pre-workout at the end of the day. Yeah. Not only was that way too much caffeine for my system, I also couldn't fall asleep. Because yeah. I'd be drinking a pre-workout at 5 p.m. We'd be up till 11, 12 at night. Just, that sounds so early, like when you say yeah. it out loud. But we're old. But we like to go to bed at 10. We do. We get up yeah. at, a, at a, an early time. So. so, I'm excited. But going off of that, we've learned to listen to our bodies. Yes, we have. We took the whole weekend and did nothing. Yes. It was nice. It was very nice. I can't say we took the whole weekend. Like we took we, Saturday. We ran errands and stuff on Sunday. Like, we had to play catch up on Sunday. We but did. Saturday, Saturday was... Oh. Saturday, I went shopping with my mom. It was fun. Bought John some clothes. Bought yes. myself some clothes. Yes. And then I came home. We ordered Chick-fil-A. Yep. Very good. Watched a few episodes of Modern Family. I took a nice three-hour nap. Yep. What did we do after that? I think we just watched TV after that. We didn't go out. We, we didn't, didn't go to do, the gym. I think we watched... We, we... I took a bubble bath. What did we do for dinner? I don't even remember what we did for dinner at this point. I want to say we cooked at home. I think we... We had eggs. And then we went to yeah, go we see a movie. Yeah, we had breakfast for dinner. Yeah. And it that was, was like it. the epitome. Is that the right word? Yeah, epitome, epitome of a lazy day. Of a lazy day. It was so relaxing. We. I don't think we've done that ever, ever. since we've moved out. Like we've never just done nothing. Like we didn't order. Our we groceries. didn't get one productive thing done. It was kind of nice. Like I don't think I could do it every weekend. No. Again, my personality is so like I think they call go, it go, like go. type A, where like you can't just not do anything. Yeah. But again, I'm working on that. We're listening to our bodies. Yes, we are. Um, but. I think this was technically the week prior we did this, the okay. last Saturday. Yeah. Um, but it kind of plays well into this episode. So we did all of our travel size shopping. Yeah. So, like, we bought all our shampoos, yeah, like, our shaving Yeah, we bought the, creams. like, little carry-on sizes because we're only bringing a carry-on on our trip just yes. to keep it simple. And cheap. And cheap. <laughs> and so we bought a bunch of those little things. I think it was, like, 15 to $20 max. But we bought, like, all the small little things. And I don't know about you guys, but I love, like, anything miniature. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to get you a miniature Squishmallow keychain. Oh, you would obsess so over cute. it. It would make me very happy. Do you want to talk about your new clip? For oh your for your keychain. John's mom got me this. I want to share it on my TikTok, but it's called a glitzy clip. It's, it's like a little rainbow squishy with little eyeballs on the it's clouds, cute. and it's like a big keychain. It kind of reminds me of something I had as a child. Yeah. But it's super cute, and I can't decide. I just ordered the Lululemon belt bag, and I can't decide if I want to clip it on that. Did, did that get here? It's not. It's supposed. It was supposed to come yesterday, and it's not here. So I totally forgot about that. I didn't even ask you. I'll, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my Lululemon email. Which You're I like know. waiting for the ring notification like, to come where's through. Where's my package? Um, but so I can't decide if I want to put it on there. My duffel bag for the gym. I put it on your My bag. backpack, or my keychain. But mm. I will say it was a very obnoxious on my keychain because I like to have just the bare minimum on my keys. Whereas I'm overly obsessive and have a full lanyard. I'm still living in high school. Okay. I've still got the full lanyard. This is T. Sorry, I'm outing you. John's got a huge lanyard with keychains on it. 
Okay. And whenever we go out, he's like, can we take your keys? They're smaller. Yes, but we still take my car an equal amount of time. <laughs> yeah, but whenever we, we like leave the apartment for a walk, I'll always want to bring your keys. But it's because I keep the keys in my pocket, and it makes it so easy to keep so in my pocket. So why don't you just put yours in a smaller keychain? Because I have those little miniature pop vinyls that are so cute. <laughs> I've got Michael from The Office, and I've got Deadpool. No, I've got Groot on there, and I've got Deadpool on my shelf. I like baby Groot. Yes. Okay. And Sorry for Because I like my lanyard, okay? I'm still living in the high school years. Okay. There's nothing so. wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So if I put my glitzy clip on, your key on my keychain... How's that going to affect this? Oh, we'll start taking my keys. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, whatever the last. Um, Interesting. So, so, again, we're going on vacation, and we made sure to visit all of our family before vacation, had dinners, so on and so forth, um, just to kind of catch up with them, see them, since we're going to be gone for four or five days. Um, and then in California, we're coming into the post-effects of a heat wave when we travel in there. Yeah, so we're visiting my brother, and he sent this link to the family group chat. And he was like, by the way, there's a big heat wave coming yeah. when you guys get there. It's supposed to be... 85 degrees the day we land and i think when we fly out of ohio it's gonna be like 55 55 60. like what are we gonna wear i have absolutely like, that is a no huge idea. temp difference i think we just wear shorts i, think I wonder fine. we should get those old school the sweatpants that <laughs> rip away <laughs> <laughs> like the basketball ones oh, that I rip I off i had a pair of those yeah i think i had one when i was younger too oh, cool yeah i had them for baseball okay yeah, yeah. but so that's our current it's not even really a dilemma. It's no, just kind it's of just a, funny. Like, it's just funny. Um, and then also, um, before vacation, Kelly gave me a haircut, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She killed it. Absolutely killed it. Oh, my gosh. I was so nervous because usually, if you guys have seen John's hair, it's buzzed on the sides with, like, we call it's it a flow. It's like a long top. And usually, I'll just go by and buzz the sides every, like, two to three weeks. And I don't really cut the top. But it was getting to a point where John's like, I need a haircut on the top. I and I, I'm not a hairdresser by any means. <laughs> and I was like, is this how your hairdresser used to do it as I'm like snipping it away? You were a and professional. I, I did it. You did it. Yeah. So now go ahead. Let uh, it out. Spill, spill the tea. Okay. So I got my nails done for vacation. This is one of those weird little things that I like to do before going on trips because I do paint my nails, I would say every week. Yeah. And I think I do a great job. It's like gel polish. So it stays on for at least a week or two. But I love getting them done before vacation because they just have a different texture. They're cleaner. You know they're, they're going to stay on. They're just bougie. So I go to my nail salon that I've been going to for the last year and a half. Yeah. And I made an appointment for 1130. Sorry, I'm venting right now. No, please just go. I'm, I'm just being quiet. <laughs> and I, I don't go. know if anyone else has had this happen to them. I've never had a bad experience at this nail salon. So maybe it was just a one-time thing. But I honestly don't want to go back. I, I had an appointment for 11.30 on a Sunday. On a Sunday? On a Sunday. Which I would and think would be dead time. I don't know. I, I, I can't say I've been to the nail salon on a Sunday. I usually Fair. go on... No, I did. I always you went to the usually go on Sundays, yeah. yeah. And it's never been this busy. And it wasn't super busy or anything. So I get there at 11... I get there five minutes before 11.30. Yeah. Check in. Say, like, hi, I have an 11.30 apartment. I want shellac. And they're like, okay, go sit in this chair. And I get to pick my color. No one comes to me until 12.15. Hindsight, 20.20, I should have left. Yeah. That was 45 minutes. I just kind of scrolled on my phone. But I was also like, I don't know any other nail salons. And I already had this appointment. And again, should have left. Yeah. So I pick out a white nail polish chip. Show them what I want. I have like pale pink. It just looks like my nail. It kind of. What would you say it looks like? I wish so we had a camera. So the closest right color, I can't even give it like a comparison. It just looks like milky or something. 
There you go. It looks like milk. See, I was gonna go for it. Looks like you know the um, the, French the stuff you, the stuff you put on cinnamon rolls. The oh icing? yeah, icing. It looks like icing from cinnamon rolls. So I asked for white. It's springtime, right? Like a nice bright white color. It's not. It looks like I have a French manicure without the white tip. <laughs> that yep, yeah, that's so, a very good way to say it. Not only did they kind of mess up my nails, then when I asked if like is this. I didn't know this was the color. I did. I don't know if I said it right. I've never had to say this. They kind of got all like rude. Yeah. And then they overcharged me. Not the amount that it said on the website. And I, I left just, them a one star review on Google. Let's just say that. I did not tip and I left them a one star review. I'm very unhappy with them, but I'm trying to be accepted. So if you guys see my nails on, on any social media, please hype them up. Yeah. New nail salon next time. We're yeah. not going to go back to that one. So. But anyways, that's my rant. I'm sorry. I say that like I go there. I know. We're John, not going to go back John's to that one. John's in on the nail drama. I am in on the But nail so drama. anyways, moving on to our topic today yes. of prepping for vacation, which yes. I'm so excited. Again, like I said earlier, I get really stressed before trips. The actual trip itself is fun, but the, the lead oh. up to this trip is not fun. What do so. you think stresses you out about vacations? Like, I think the, and it, we're going to get into this, into the tips. I kind of usually take the lead on like yeah. booking everything and getting everything ready. So I think making sure that like, like we still haven't really got any of our boarding pass information for our flights and we should have at least something by now. Yeah. So I think that's kind of starting to creep up on me now that we're in like crunch time a few days before we go. So it could I take... I guess I didn't even think of that. So I think that's what stresses me out is making sure everything is ready to go since I usually am kind of the travel agent, but we'll, yeah. we'll dig into that more. Yeah. I think for me, the stress of it is since I am self-employed and getting my work timely and I yeah. don't want to bring my work with me on a vacation is getting it all pre-filmed, it edited, uploaded, ready to go. Yeah. So I think I just build more work for myself. Yeah. I do like two weeks of work in one you week. You do. That's very And true. it happens every vacation and then I enjoy the vacation and then I'm like, why was I stressing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so set and stay on a budget is our yes. big first bullet point. Absolutely. Um, know what you're going to spend ahead of time. If you're going to Disney, know that you're going to spend $25,000 <laughs> and... Kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, but, but set a limit. Have it saved preferably ahead of time. Know yeah. what you're going to spend. Know how much you're going to spend it and where you're going to... Discuss it. Make a... Like we did on our finance meeting... Uh, mm -hmm. Like we did uh, the we uh, the the <laughs> finance episode that we did where who pays the bills. Yeah, we talked about how we do financial meetings. Do the same thing with your vacation before yeah. you even book the thing. Definitely, and you have to know like obviously when you have that meeting, you know each other's income, you know what you're able to spend and yes. how it's going to work out. If you're traveling with your family, what how much do you have to chip in? All of yes. those kind of things. We also we talked about this in our budgeting episode yes. of who pays the bills. We're not bringing our credit cards. No. I think at the most we might bring our secured credit cards for emergencies, yeah. but we are bringing X amount of cash that is our allotted spend amount, and unless we get stranded in California, we are not going to bring our credit cards out. Now, the good thing with this trip for us is we are traveling with my family. Yes. So I don't think we're going to get stranded. No, And no, if no, not, no. there's going to be six of us, and if someone doesn't have a credit card for a flat tire, I think, we can I think all, there's we, a bigger problem. We can always bunk up in your brother's apartment until <laughs> yeah. we can get a flight home. So... Another tip with that is to shop ahead of time to make it easier. So we kind of touched on how we got all the cute little travel size products. Yes. We bought those, I want to say two weeks two in advance. Two and a half weeks in advance, yeah. But it's like if you know you need suitcases or you know you need a new outfit for this, if you're going to yeah. an event while you're traveling or whatever it may be, space it out so you don't have to buy it all at once. It like really we, eases the financial pain of a vacation. Because like we bought our plane tickets probably three or four months in advance. Yeah. We bought that before Christmas. That was a big payment because it was round trip, Delta, all of this stuff where it 
felt didn't feel like a lot because that's the only thing we paid at the time. Then yeah. we both had suitcases, but like my parents had to buy it, but they bought theirs like two months ago. So it yeah. was like small little expenses here it's and there. It's not like you're spending $3,000 in one week. You've already spent a lot of it, and then all you have to worry about is what you're going to buy, food, whatever, gas, while yeah. you're on the trip. And it just makes it easier, and I think it kind of helps with that stress. Yes. Um, so these two kind of play hand-in-hand hand together, I think, the next two. Um, so creating an itinerary and with that making sure you have everything all planned out or most of it at least before you go on a trip right. like we we do that a lot where we take like a weekend trip um there's a you know we like to go to to indy um yeah. that's our that's our place that we go and we always make sure that you know if we're going for a friday saturday sunday we know kind of what we're going to do right. and when we're going to do it on those three days and with that too you kind of have to figure out and this is a weird one this is exclusively for couples you kind of have to figure out which one is more um, the quote-unquote travel agent. I got so lucky. John is a champ at planning trips. He can find it. it all. He enjoys it. It makes me a stress ball. It's so much fun. I love like finding the deals oh and the flights. Gosh. I love I love figuring out like well I love scheduling the thing out. It's fun. Like like you would think I'm a Virgo. Like yeah, with how much I like scheduling so trips. Um, but but yeah. so it's funny too because. We had to mention it because even though it sounds funny, like, who's the travel agent? And you might have it in your family, like, say, your mom likes to do it or yeah. your dad or your brother. Like, there's always, like, that one person who really enjoys it. Yeah. But not only that, it's kind of important to only have one person do it. Like, I'll help John, and I pay for, like, some of it. You know, yeah. it's not like John's doing all of the... Like, you're doing all the work, but, like, you have help. You're with me there the yeah, whole and time. And I'm with you, and it's not like I made you do it. It's like you like to do it. I chose to do it. But it's helpful because if you have two people doing it, what if you both make plans for the same day and then you have two sets of tickets that are, can only be used once. You, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's helpful to you have, have to only one person do it but work together with yes. it. So I totally agree with that. Um, and then you mentioned this one earlier, which is the next one. Get work done ahead of time. So you can enjoy your vacation. Exactly. So even if you're not self-employed, a lot of times it's helpful to get stuff done so when you get back it's nice so for example like never leave before a trip without making your bed no so when you come home your bed's made don't leave with dishes left in the sink because when you come home you're going to come home to dishes and it's yes. going to smell bad take the trash out before you leave don't leave your laundry going like there's little things like that yeah and don't bring your work phone with you oh my gosh seriously put that work phone away Whew. enjoy your trip exactly um so and with that too um Kind of have a strategy with packing. Everyone kind of packs differently, but you got to know what you're bringing ahead of time. Do a little bit yeah. outfit planning, even if you're not going to be a, you know a serial outfit planner where yeah. you plan out literally every single hour on the hour what you're going to wear. Know what you're even you do that like you you know what you're going to wear ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You're not crazy with it, but no, you know your fits. But it's know your fits. But then also kind of one of my tips is to pack your outfits as an outfit. So like instead of packing all your shorts and all your tops, like put the shirts and top like shorts and top That's together smart. and kind of pack them as they're an outfit. I've never thought about that. You never I've never done that. Okay. No, I always do. I, I'm it a very makes, basic person when packing, easier. but I've never done that before. That's interesting. Another tip with packing is to 
make a packing list. My friend actually taught this to me. So you make your packing list of what you want to pack. Yes. But you bring that list with you, whether it's a piece of paper or on your phone. So when you're leaving and packing up, you can double check to make sure you have everything and aren't leaving something. You can look at every single item so that way the stress of, oh, we have to leave for the airport in an hour doesn't catch up to you and you're able to do a double check on your bag and see what you have to make sure you're not leaving your deodorant behind so you're not the smelly person on the trip. Uh Uh-huh. Now, are you an unpacker or do you live out of your suitcase? Oh, no, I live out of my suitcase. I'm a habitual suitcase liver. What about you? No, no I, I, I will say the times we traveled, you 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 definitely unpack a lot more than I do. I don't like like I don't have to hang everything up, but I like to lay it all out. Yeah, you like to see it. You like to have dressers that you're gonna be able to yeah. pack in. Um, although I will say you don't do the hotel visits we go to. Like you, if we like if we if go away for a weekend, yeah. you won't do that. But if we're gone for a week, you I think absolutely if it's will. like more than three days, yeah. Perfect. If you have to bring more than three outfits, it's that you need yeah. to lay it out. I understand that. Totally. Because like if it's just like in my backpack or a duffel bag, it's different than like a suitcase. I don't think I like living out of a suitcase. But I also no. pack a ton of stuff in my carry-on. <laughs> I understand that. And that's that's another um, low-key tip. Just pack out of a carry-on. It's cheaper and oh, you won't lose true. your luggage. And you can fit just about as much as you can in a carry-on as you can a regular bag. Yeah. So... With as like fashionable as you are, the fact that you can pack out of a backpack and carry on mm-hmm. blows my freaking mind. I went on a three week trip to France and only brought a carry on and a backpack, and I had three weeks worth of outfits. You can Impressive. do it. Impressive. You can do it. And you didn't vacuum seal it. No, it's not like you vacuum it's just sealed you everything. Roll it. But I'm excited. I told John, I was like, we're packing like an old married couple this trip. <laughs> <laughs> we're using all four bags to the maximum. Yes. Ability. And I'm like, we're just going to categorize it. Like one of us will have shoes in our bag. One of us will have all the liquids and you'll have the game, like our switch and yeah. everything. I'm excited. So it's kind of like as we're growing as a couple too, like some of your stuff will change. We've learned so much. And for our last and final tip, this is for the first time couple travelers because... <laughs> You are going. You are in for a wild ride. Let me tell you. If you're going on a first trip with your with your other person, I think our first trip went really well. Oh, absolutely. But there yeah. were a lot of learning curves. There's for a both lot of, of learning us. curves. The biggest thing that we can recommend and that we made sure to commit to mm-hmm. is alone time. And this is going to sound so silly. And even though John and I live together, we still like to have our alone time. We do. And some people like to call it quiet friendship time, <laughs> or we call it a scroll break. Yes. It's like we can sit next to each other. But we have stuff that we want to do, whether it's respond to emails, yeah. I need to edit this video, or I'm just going to take a little social media break. Whatever it is, you have to be able to give that person some space, even yeah. if you're in the same room, same hotel room. Absolutely. Whatever it is. And I think that makes it traveling so much better. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't have to constantly be talking. No, you don't. You can just take five minutes and scroll on your phone, yeah. just go to the other side of the room and have your own time. Have your own space. You know, pick your corner. Yep. Whatever corner it is is yours. Um, like, I'm fine sitting right next to you. Oh, yeah. As, like, I'm be like, okay, scroll break time. Like, just don't talk to me. I just need five minutes. I can't deal with personal. it. it's personal. It's just no. you're going to be together for that trip, no matter how long it is. Might as well enjoy some alone time, right? Yeah. So, but I think that about wraps it up for this week. Yeah. Um, it's it's a simple one, but you, you really can take some of the things that we said here and really go into deep detail with it. Yeah, there's a definitely. lot. There's a lot to learn from this. Um but next week, we're going to be giving the full story time on California. The ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly, what all happened. Oh, I'm excited. So we'll be giving you guys some highlights, some lowlights to see what happened on the yeah, trip. Yeah, and I think our itinerary is pretty full. It is. It's a very full trip, but it's going to be fun. We're going to be on our feet mm-hmm. a lot, but it's going to be a lot. I've heard we have a lot of good food scheduled oh, in there too, yeah. which I'm excited for because I'm not opening the Weight Watchers app for the entire time <laughs> we're in California. 
I'm sorry, phone, you didn't hear that. Um, It's true. But as always, call you later podcast on Instagram and call you later pod on Twitter. Hashtag tweet you later. Tweet you later. And what's your... I'm at it's John Sparks on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, and mine's Kelly Prepster. Go check her out. She's been on her TikTok game. We still need to get that one account banned. We're working on it. Kelly Prepster, the actual Kelly Prepster username on TikTok needs banned. Kelly underscore Prepster is a real one. Right. So, So, call you later. Call you later. Bye.